welcome to an episode of the cross-curricular dance teacher focused on the Caderon Festival. I don't think that our guests need any introduction. I feel like we all feel a kinship with Erica Vasquez and He Cha, so no need for me to do too much talking. But I do want to put a little note in here that spring semester is a wild time for public school teachers in the dance community. We are putting on dance shows to celebrate all of the growth our students have done over the year, as well as a myriad of spring events in which we build up our students by putting them out there in the community to do as many performances as possible to really give them a working professional experience to grow into as adults that know how to adapt to various situations that performance teaches us through all the wild things that happen in live theater, especially when the theater might be outside on the asphalt or in a prairie somewhere, wherever people ask for dancers to be, public school teachers are putting their dancers there and it's a beautiful thing, but holy moly, it means spring time for dance teachers is a whole nother degree of crazy. That being said, you'll hear many background sounds as we do this recording in Erica's house on a busy Saturday before another busy week of performances for her students. Hi, Erica and he. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. We're back at Erica's house. <laughs> yes, we are. I made you a present, he child. What? What is it? Who is that? It's Maria. No As way. a magnet. No way. For those listening, it's Maria. <laughs> it sure is. On a magnet. I have mine on my refrigerator. I'm totally going to put this on the fridge. Yay. I love it. That's beautiful. And what a beautiful forced arch. Thank you. And your arms and your hands are so expressive. Oh, thank you. I love she it. She has thank a spread you. top on with black leggings. Is it red or orange? It's my orange Putnam City. Oh, orange. Yes. Excuse me. Eclectic Dance Company shirt. Um, that picture was taken by Jules okay. because I needed an affordable photographer and you mm-hmm. said, here's Jules. Yeah. Jules is yeah. pretty awesome. She is amazing. Um, yeah. And you had magnets made. This is so Well, cool. okay. Funny story. For the end of the school year, I give the students a sticker of me. <laughs> Just to be, just to remind them. It's so silly. I think it's. Great. I think it's a they love smart it. move. We give our students stickers too, but not of each other. But that's something to be thinking about for the future. Yeah. I think they would love to see us all summer long. Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't they? I just took the sticker and put it on a magnet because my dad's hoarding stash had sheets of magnets on it. Uh-huh. In it. Uh-huh. So I was like, what am I gonna do with all these sheets of magnets? Yeah. Well, you are magnetic. I am magnetic. <laughs> job you know oh he chopped this is great we're gonna cover up the erica vasquez mom moment right now okay (laughs) or maybe i'll cut it i don't know we'll see but yes so there's that i've never been to erica's house so this is fun and and for the listeners (laughs) i walk into the house and she's got students here voluntarily yeah of their own you know 
they the, just came. Yeah. They, they had a performance for, last night? They had a performance, and she's been just busy the last couple of weeks, and I guess just, um, you know, was saying she hasn't had time to clean her house, and they came to pick up and clean for her, which is, I think, They're so sweet. Uh, amazing. They're very kind. Very kind. But, you know, I think that also just speaks to Erica. Like, mm-hmm. Erica is so giving of herself to 100%, the community. Yeah. So yeah. the community shows up to support her. For sure. They see how much she gives. For sure. Yeah. So, and this is one small way to to give back. So, yeah. Being in our homes and yeah. being helpful. Yeah. I think that's great. <laughs> that's so awesome. Because you know, a lot of times with events, with productions, with really anything that a teacher or a you know dance person puts on mm-hmm. the hard the work you know dancing is only really about 50% of the work there's a whole nother load of work that has to do with the paperwork and getting everything ready and ticketing in front of house and all of that other stuff and and again you know not having time to 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 take care of her own things and so that kind of goes by the wayside. So for them to care enough about her to come, I think that's saying a lot. Yeah, it allows her to continue to do all of the work that she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> While she actively sure. is holding Ruben <laughs> for a dancer who's washing her hands. There was a really incredible book. It's called How Do We Show Up? Mm-hmm. How to Show Up. And it talks about like, you know, being in community. I love that. Collective care. Yeah. Well, it does take a community. Yes. It takes a village. 100%. So, students are here cleaning your house because you're going to host yes. some guest. This is true. But we'll dig into those guests here in a second because we need to talk about the actual event. What is the actual event that we're here for? So, the actual event is the second annual Calderon Dance Festival in the Plaza District. That's the event we're talking about today. That is so exciting. Which is which last year when we did it for the first time was the first ever district sponsored fully dance event. So it's very typical to have, you know, concerts and to have festivals. A dance uh, festival is unheard of and to be supported like we have been with the plaza and for them to shut the streets down and for the business owners in the plaza to say yeah we let's have that again was really huge it was successful as an understatement i feel like from last year it was really beautiful just to see all of the plaza district every corner was a dance class and then we had all the patrons throughout the middle there was just so much happening all day long. It was really an incredible event. What are you most proud of from the first year? I mean, I think we didn't know what to expect. We had no clue what to expect the first year. Um, we just kind of woke up that day. I had just had a baby, so I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to go see what's going on. So I wasn't as involved as setting up and making sure all the teachers, I I was just like, I'm just going to show up with this baby and my other baby and my family. And we're going to see what came about, what the community decided it's going to be. And um, they decided that it was going to be something really special. 
and the dance community showed up and the people who love dance who maybe not are dancers showed up and people who were like just curious about what it was showed up and different communities the musical theater and the drama and the uh, different cultural communities showed up and it was just a really interesting blend i think rachel from the plaza district uh, she's the director of the plaza executive director yeah executive director thank you um, said that it was a definitely different communities than the regular crowd that comes down to the plaza was there. Mm-hmm. And um, that made me really happy. I think I saw at the end of the event, it was 4,000, something like that, yeah. throughout the day. It was mm-hmm. a longer, so last year it was 10 to uh, 10 is mm-hmm. what we did last year. It's going to be a little bit shorter just because we want to learn every year and get better. And so based on feedback uh, from both patrons and from our businesses, we decided to go 12 to 8 mm, yeah. just to catch the better part of the day um, in terms of weather and in terms of traffic. I had pretty clear goals or um, hopes of what it would be and definitely matched those. And it was 50-50. 50% of it was I wanted it to be um, a very successful event for dance and make sure that dancers and the dance community felt seen and felt important. And then the other 50% of it had to do with non-dancers and letting them be a part of an event that they normally wouldn't see themselves um, be included in and allowing for them to give, give the space to be able to join. And I think it surpassed those expectations oh. in, and not necessarily in anything that was tangible except for the faces of the people who were there and for the verbal um, validation from dancers and dance folk and people who've been in the di- industry f- for as long as I have, and it's a really, <laughs> that's a long time, um, to say, hey, oh my gosh, I can't believe that a district shut down their streets for us. Because yeah. dancers are typically, you know, last minute add-ons to events or, you know, hey, let's have some dance. That would be fun. But ornamental. For, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ornamental, yes. So for this to be, uh, for us to be the featured event and for it to be important that we show so many different voices was really, really cool to see and necessary. And now that we've seen that it can be done, I think we're going to do that even more. And, yeah. you know, and this is, we definitely intended it to happen every year. Yeah. In the last podcast episode with Connie Ellis about starting a dance company in public schools, she I made a, a visual of it. And because she said, just like anything else, you start like you mean to go on. And I think that that is exactly how Calderon Festival year one was set up, was set up in a fashion to grow and expand and, and meet the needs of the community for sure i mean i think the original intent was to do you know a weekend and Mm -hmm. just 24 hours a day just you know so we had to be a little bit realistic about what it could be (laughs) i do hope at some point it can become a weekend festival and we can invite international folks to come and perform yeah. yeah that would be awesome i love that what are you excited to do differently this year you had mentioned the hours are different is Mm -hmm. there anything else I think it's going to, if you thought, just hearing from your perspective as a patron of the festival, if you thought things were going on here and here and here, we kind of filled even more gaps of here, here, and here. So literally, you're going to be, there's no breaks in between this year. 
And so there's always something going on on every stage. And I think that is incredible. We have our people from all over the United States, starting from Florida, uh, Houston, New Mexico. New Mexico, New York. And I think just having the, that level of differentiation there um, is going to bring another layer of just like, wow, this is really different. Like, I feel mm-hmm. the vibe from these people are different. And, of course, from our amazing people here locally yeah. who now know also have experienced the Calderon Dance Festival and now they know what they want to bring. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I would love to do this because now I know what it feels like. Plus, we're adding our Oklahoma City Public Schools and Putnam City Yay. PCO dance. So we're getting the youth involved. And I think that is just going to be, I think they're going to feel so special. I mean, to be like, we're in a festival with Ballet Hispanico 2 and Revoso and like these people that we look up to, we never hear of or thought we were going to see in person. Now they're going to be dancing in the same street. And we're just, going to be sweating with them. Yeah. We're going to be mm-hmm. walking past and sharing. Right. And that's, <laughs> yeah, that's different than like dance conventions. And that's different than like dance competitions. And it's just different because you're just there to dance. And it's a free place just to be a dancer, no matter if you are or not. It's just going to be very busy. You're just not going to know where to look. So be ready. That's really funny that you say that because I felt that way last year so I'm like oh I need to like rally the truth yes intensity times five well and there's going to be a lot more to see for people who don't participate Mm -hmm. because what the day looks like is every hour there's 45 minutes of a class varying genres on three different stages Mm -hmm. and then for the last 15 minutes of every hour there's a performance from a different group so that's, if you count up, I mean, uh, heading up to the headliner, that's a lot of performances yeah. and different styles. So I think uh, one thing about what Erica was saying about bridging that gap between people who started dance to professionals is that it's really important to show them. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we level the playing field when everybody's on the same stage doing what they do. And it doesn't diminish these people with less experience. Right. And so I think it's a you know it's one of the things that I remember about Vincent Patterson who came and headlined last yeah. year was he was so taken by the beauty of acceptance from everybody and the fact that we had people on stage who were novice. And he's like, that's such a gorgeous thing to see because usually you know typically you would say professional only but yeah. that's not that only makes up 10 percent of really people who dance Absolutely. so we should all in as a community be showing up for and uh, supporting people who are dancing no matter what absolutely so it's a really beautiful way to do that it's a very jamie jacobson it sure fashion jamie jacobson and shannon yeah i think they, oh, wow. that they both absolutely. celebrated people at every part of the journey uh-huh. And so we definitely want to continue to do that. I love that. That's so Absolutely. Beautiful. Did you want to add on to what are you? I think I'm excited just to see more of what we saw last year. Because like Erica said, we didn't have any idea what to expect. And we were really um, preoccupied with the logistics of everything. That now I think that we've had one year under our belt. Mm-hmm. We can spend some of more, more of the time relaxing and enjoying the event. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. February 20th, we had a professional development. Well, Oklahoma City Public School District Mm -hmm. had a professional development. I invited myself. 
per usual. And we love it. I was listening to the OKCPS dance teacher meeting mm -hmm. and they were talking about the Calderon Festival. So at this professional development, these teachers, these younger teachers were like asking all these questions and I'm like, oh, they're asking these questions because they're they're not nosy like me. I've already inserted myself into Erica's life. Huh. I've already made He Cha come over to my house and talk to me about the Calderon Festival. Like, I've already been privy to this mm -hmm. because I'm like, what are you guys doing? Tell me. So for our younger dance teachers mm -hmm. in public schools, especially who want to bring their students to the festival, can you offer any insight or advice on like, what all they can look forward to or do or what to take into in consideration. Yeah, I'm, I think it would be a great uh, field trip. I think this is a great thing that you plan. Obviously, it's relevant to your focus. It's part of your curriculum. You can definitely find frameworks that fit this. So put it on your lesson plans because mm -hmm. it's going to get approved. You need to read this. You need to look at the schedule, the lineup that's been provided. It's out there on social media all over the place. And you really need to focus in on, um, you'll see that they are divided up by genres and leveling, um, open classes, intermediate classes, advanced classes, and you know your students, you know your students the best, and you really uh, need to know that this is a really safe day to be like, I don't know if I'm ready for intermediate, but this today I'm going to try mm -hmm. and just go for it. And that's, that's the beautiful thing about this day too, is that you don't have to be at your level and you can always back up a little bit and just say, whoa, that was, now I understand. And I'm going to back up and I'm going to clap and I'm going to go to this bow class over here now. Yeah. And we will have some teachers that do push the, uh, the leveling, which is always great. I know that when I'm teaching, if I share an experience like a festival or a, or a convention or something, I can always pull back that experience and say, hey, remember when you had this teacher or what, remember what this person said. So it's always great to have um, this shared event that you can go to with them. What I would recommend is maybe taking a look at the list mm -hmm. and challenging your students to maybe take things they're not as used to taking yeah. because it's, an, it's a great opportunity. It doesn't always happen that we have all of these genres together. Absolutely. And then it is an outdoor day. So I would say just for, in terms of safety, mm -hmm. making sure we'll, we will have free waters there um, that Crest is going to give wow. to donate. But making sure they have tennis shoes because the Marley, even though it's beautiful that we have it, it will be on hot, hot, either pavement or the stage and it, the sun will be hitting it. So they don't want to be, you know, barefooted or even in socks, probably they're going to want to have mm -hmm. shoes on. Absolutely. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And invite their parents, invite their families yeah. out, invite their siblings, their littler Family siblings, experience. the babies, you know, this is, this is a rare time that you get to do all of those things that we just said in, what, seven, eight hours. So bring everyone and make it a family day for your students uh, because then the parents will buy in to your programs. Yeah. It is a very rare look at every part of the process. So typically parents will go to a show. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't know what any of the work that went into that looks like. Mm -hmm. So they will see that range of people just starting to professionals and where the, their child is in that range. And mm -hmm. it's a beautiful way to scaffold their, uh, the way that they can react to child and give them some more education on what, what dance looks like. 
Or maybe they'll just jump in the class with them and, yeah. and be like, whoa, this is much harder than I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. Or I love dance. Maybe I'll join. Yeah. yeah. And it's enough space because it is outside that we really don't have to limit numbers. I mean, we're hoping to have more this year come. We're hoping to have about 10,000. Oh so That's the more incredible. the merrier. Get ready to dance, y'all. I'm so excited. I'm out the boot. I'm off the scooter. Moving Thank around. goodness. And the, the, other, the other thing that I'm really excited about this year is that uh, we got a sponsorship with OK, Let's, let's dance. dance. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's Dance OK. From the Kerr Foundation. Fund. Fund. That's right. And um, so one of their, uh, I guess they're one of their board members reached out and was saying, you know, with this, okay, let's dance, I wanted to do something for the community, but we realized you all were doing it already. So let's partner and let's do it together. That is wonderful. I know. First of all, that's really rare for someone to do that and not take on their own. I think it says a lot about because they were at the first event right mm. and so yes. it was really moved right they believe in something there yeah because mm-hmm. it was so amazing the Thank first event was well that's so great, great. i love hearing hear. it from an outside perspective yes so that's really nice to hear i really was like wow this is a really great day and i my so, students i didn't require my students last year we didn't perform they didn't have to be there i just said hey there's this thing going on I'm going to be there. It'd be great to see you there. And I want to say a handful of my sh- students came and danced their heinies off. Like oh they were like gosh. drenched in sweat. Yes. And they're like, oh, this I is can't so stop. much fun. That's amazing. <laughs> When's the next class? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, great. Um, Get actually right over there. Get some water and go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you don't think that dance is so different, but there are a lot of different worlds in dance, and mm-hmm. I think it's really powerful. So Shatima Bennett, who's teaching the uh, majorette class, yes, she taught. I think she taught. Um, she taught a class, and her so her students came and took. I think for three hours or something, and she said they loved it so much oh. that they're gonna they're gonna dance hall. She taught dance hall, uh-huh. um, so they're gonna come back. She's teaching majorette. Yeah. So I think for, you know, normal dancers that do a, a, a typical dance day at a school, they don't have really access yeah, to that. Access to mm-hmm. um, so for them to come and participate. And because I've taken a majorette class at NDEO. I remember. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And I think there's a huge benefit for dancers to work in that way. Mm-hmm. I have a huge respect for what they do. And so I think it'll be really neat to, to again, it's about those bridges coming together and for, for a, a, a more understanding, more empathy, more respect for each other and what the crafts are that everybody's sure. doing. Larry's favorite part was the street dancers in the mm-hmm. alley. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, where's my husband? He was back in the alley the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible, right? You had a great time, Larry. <laughs> so, so here's an interesting thing about that because we we loved having the street dancers back there, and that's typically when they do milk crate jam and things. That's where they are. Um, however, we did have some street dancers and patrons ask for them to be moved out. Yeah, we're we're not going to tell them where to go, but they will be place themselves somewhere where they're more visible. Yeah. But also that alley's available if they want to be back there. So, uh, you know, I think the part of having street dance is that they, they need to have a little more freedom anyway. Yeah. And Alfonso, who's on the programming committee, mm-hmm. 
who kind of um, rallies all of the hip hop and street dancers, it basically is saying, we're going to be there and we're going to be dancing. We're not going to be programmed necessarily. Mm -hmm. There are some hip hop classes and I think there's somebody teaching um, juke. Mm-hmm. Right, Memphis, Memphis Juke, Juke. Mm-hmm. and a couple of other things like that, and then there's a huge dance battle, street dance battle, um, before the headliners open. Like, yeah, wow. it's an open it, with money, with money mm-hmm. for Cash the prizes. prize, and with Tell your um, kids. expert panel of judges. So it's going to be a big deal. It was a huge hit last year. Everybody was astounded by the battle last year. So we're hoping to make that even bigger. Um, I think that's going to be seven to eight. Nope. I think that's five to six. Five, five to six. six. Or right before the, the flamenco. So I think that would be Check six Check the to social seven. media. Yes. Check the lineup well, on everything we're saying. all of the schedule is out now. Um, there's a schedule out fully on uh, Plaza's website, on Plaza's social media, and then also Calderon's website, which Erica is looking at the name of that. And then we also have limited edition uh, gear available that all of the money that comes from, you know, that goes directly back into the 501c3 of Plaza District. And part of the money goes also to the Calderon um, scholarship that is in honor of Shannon Calderon. Which we're about to pick our newest recipient this coming week where our committee is about to get together and see the applicants. So we're really excited. Okay, I'm showing he... What was that, Hee-Chan? What's the website? <laughs> I think it's just called There's no on. secrets here, Hee-Chan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's plazadistrict.org slash Calderon. There we C-A-L-D-E-R-O-N. go. You say that so much better. I can't roll my R's. Well, we do Calderon. not grow up Hispanic. Calderon. Calderon. I can't do it. Calderon. 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 I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> Guys, that was practice, okay? I didn't have it perfect either first i did but. duolingo during covid mm. yeah i feel like i had that You've so what was our question yeah. i have been taking tagalog classes yeah, that's yes. really cool. another. getting in tune with her roots yes actually i passed this morning okay let me tell y'all when the dance yes. battle is now dance battle hold on it's coming okay it is at 6 p.m yeah on the main stage the dance oh. battle six to seven yes and then yeah, so the main stage headliner, because we do have three headliners. Yes. Uh, the main stage headliner is Aranda, which is a really popular band here. Yeah, Aranda is a local, it's a brother duo. Um, and actually, I my family has known them since they were like 10 years old. Wow. And they went to, they just grew up with my aunt, with Shannon, and my uncles. Um, and so it's been a really long time knowing them. And we are so thankful for people who knew Shannon. That makes it even more special. Like, they knew Shannon and they knew her spirit. And they're just going to bring that with them to the show. I'm so thankful that in season one of the podcast, we had a whole backstory of you and Adelita. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we've been late. Like, every (laughs) episode you're on, we get another, like, brick. It's like a puzzle piece. Yes. Yeah. Well, the other headliner is uh, Reboso. And they are coming from New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico. You go and dance with them. I go and basically worship them 
over and for the summer. I've been creeping on you going to go worship them. Yes, um, every years. summer they have the International Flamenco Festival, Yay. where they bring people from Spain and just kill it. And just I mean, seven days of flamenco, flamenco, flamenco merchandise, shows, classes, and on um, this a, a singer named Vicente Griego. He was he was here in Oklahoma when I was in sixth grade. That's the last time Vicente came to Oklahoma. And he was, he just had the time of his life here with Shannon. Shannon introduced him to so many people and took him around town. And it was just an amazing experience he had here. And I see him every summer and I say hi to him. And when Shannon passed, uh, he was just, we had a moment and he says, I have to do something for her. And that was probably five years ago that we had that conversation. And so last summer I took Colton, a student of mine with me for the first time in the Hernandez family. I also creeped on that social media. Keep creeping. It's okay. I try to, it's there for you to creep. Thank you. And, um, and I said, I want to introduce you to Vicente. And it was just this like, Erica, you're going to be brave. I had Hecho's voice in my head (laughs) and it was like, just ask him, just bring it up. Just see what he says. Go. And I was like, hey, Vicente. <laughs> I know it's June. Hey, how would you... Just just putting this in your ear, and you can totally say no. How, how possible would it be to bring flamenco dancers to Oklahoma for this Calderon? And he goes, he goes, yes, count me in. Let's talk about it in December. And I was like, okay. Like, still like, okay, that was not a no, but still not a... Yes, like there were in, but like, are we in? You know, you know. And so in about December, we started getting together, and I was like, okay, Erica, just send the message, just, just, just Facebook them and see what happens. I was like, hey, remember that per that per conversation in June? You can say no; it's totally okay. Like you don't even have to. And he was like, oh yes, this is gonna be great. Count us in. Let's talk more later. I would, I love it. I owe it to Shannon. Let's do it. I don't care how I get there, but let's just do it. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I had to call Hechal and I was so excited. They're coming and they're staying at my house. And because that was, he would prefer, he says, I prefer to wake up in the mornings to drink my coffee and I want to have a conversation with somebody. I just want to wake up and I just don't want to be in a hotel. And I was like, well, I can provide that with children. With children. (laughs) Come on down. So um, a lot of air mattresses happening at my house and uh, pan dulce and cafe con con leche. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's do it. That is beautiful. Thank I'm you. so excited. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Larry, uh, who's on our visionary committee, um, also got a hold of um, ballet hispanico too. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be performing and also teaching a class. So those are kind of our three and. And really, honestly, there's not somebody on this list who's not a big hitter. There, everybody is is, oh, is yeah. expertise has expertise in what they're doing. We've got Cece Farha from um, Washington Ballet. We've mm-hmm. got Tina Cambora from UCO. Mm-hmm. We've got some big, and these are teachers who have influenced all of us as oh, well. Yes. So it's really sure. special yeah. to have them. This, I think, why I'm so obsessed with y'all's work is because you both have done incredible work to bring acknowledgement to the amount of talent and work that is happening in Oklahoma. 
because yeah, like I think people are like, oh yeah, Oklahoma, <laughs> but there is such an amazing community here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's time to give them credit where credit is due. So thank you. Well, and so much of why people choose to stay here. Yeah, it's not a defeat or you know, oh, I chose to teach instead of prof. That's actually not it at all. Actually, has brought me so much joy. Yeah. Well, and um, I'm. People from Oklahoma go on to do huge things in big places if that's the route they choose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I came, um, when I moved back here from living in Los Angeles, I was pretty lost for a year because I had that same mentality. And I think I came to terms with, you know, I'm not going to let um, external voices devalue my craft. And it, it's going to be as big or small as I want to make it. And so career, I just, you know, my advice to dancers looking at a dance career is to not let anyone else tell you what your career looks like or how much value it has. Because um, I've done everything since moving back to Oklahoma that I'd hoped to do in L.A., but so much with support. And it's so much easier and it's so much, um, I don't know, I just have access to things easier here. And I'm not saying you shouldn't go if that's your dream. But I, I followed my dream and it didn't it just didn't satisfy me the way that I thought it would. And so don't be afraid just as much as you don't shouldn't be afraid to move. You also shouldn't be shamed into not thinking you can move home because everywhere you go is the right place. You're so right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just marinating. Are you having a moment of reflection over I'm there? marinating <laughs> what you said. Like, yeah. We're learning from our mentor, Heechaw, right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I'm, like, going back to 14-year-old Maria, like, yes. <laughs> I matter. You're right. <laughs> You're you... more than just your body, Maria. Is that what <laughs> yeah, I said? Yes. <laughs> when you were 14. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, last year, there was... Um, Jules had like the dance film and I had a little dance teacher thing. We're a little tucked away. So we didn't get to connect with others as easily as those who are on the street. I'm curious, is there going to be anything tucked away this year that we like, are there little gems that we need to go looking for? I think we've tried to bring all the gems out to the street. Now we've also added food trucks, gems. Okay. (laughs) So people now can stay longer and eat, and the porta potties will be there. So that's gonna be awesome. Now you can go to the bathroom. That's kind of helpful. Yeah, and I think what we found last year was that people didn't want to leave the action. Yeah, oh, and so mm-hmm. um, there was, you know, and we also were so uh, divided with our time that we didn't really have the time to put into the festival. And I also, you know, like I want to honor your time and the people that gave their time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just we didn't think that it was fair to to do that if we didn't know for sure if that was going to happen. For right. sure. So yeah. now we just mainly are focusing on the classes. Yeah. We changed classes time to uh, 45 minutes rather than an hour so we could get more of the performances uh, in. Yeah. So there should be more to watch. I yeah. see. Eyeballs everywhere. So everything will be on the street. Versus yes. Like- but shout out to what we kept in those businesses being opened around the plaza. And I really hope that they uh, get super prepared and just have that stuff ready to go and mm-hmm. just can serve the people um, because like Keechaw just said, they're ready for the action. 
Yeah. And that's what they want. But they also yes. want to support the businesses. They love those restaurants and they love those shops, but they want quick access. I feel like we're... And we have vendors again yes. this year as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, my first time at Madre, the mm-hmm. Lao. Yes. There at the plaza was at the Calderon Festival. Oh, oh man, wow. that place is awesome. I was like... Man, it's hot. I need to go inside for mm-hmm. a second. Yes. So I went into Madre and I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is delicious. Yeah. And that's a great point. What a great point to like get out of the sun for a while. Yeah. So yeah. please check and out those businesses. Please, please, please. Yeah. I don't know of any, many other Laotian restaurants. In no. And they just got and that awards. one is renowned yes. like, throughout the country. So yeah. delicious. Crunchy I mean, rice. Just delicious. how. My favorite. Just how dance gets underestimated a mm-hmm. lot of times, so does just popular culture, mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. artists. I mean, it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. We have to teach. Um, actually, I think we have to start within first. Make sure that we're checking our own bias, mm-hmm. and, yes. and we need to think about things differently because the the landscape has changed quite a bit. Oklahoma City. There are pockets that are very, you know, that think forward and and are very inclusive. And also, we have to reteach or teach our audience what we want them to understand. Yeah. And so, if we if we want them to um, look at dancers' bodies differently instead of expecting you know some mainstream Eurocentric form, we have to teach that by being visible, by right. showing all shapes and sizes and colors of dancers dancing. And this is one really great opportunity to do that. 100%. Yes, I agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. I think it will be validating for many people to come to this festival and be like, oh, someone that looks like me is performing. Mm-hmm. And I've never taken a dance class before. Yeah. I'm going to go tr- give it a try. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. beautiful. And then go to Matter. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then yes. go take an aerial class at Perpetual or yeah. a dance class at Race. I mean, mm-hmm. these companies have been doing this for a long time. It's just this is an opportunity for them to be out being showcased yeah. mm-hmm. um, so that the world or the metro Oklahoma City area knows, oh, this is available to right. me. Mm-hmm. And it's it doesn't have to be scary. No. It's okay to be scared because that's part of the human Oh, it's experience. part of it, yeah. Um, but they are to be of service, right? These people are offering these classes because they want to connect to others. We talked a little bit about the headliner. You told us about how you took a chance, Erica, last summer. Is there anything else you would like to share about the headliner and what inspired? Um, Like I said, it kind of grew into three headliners when we thought we could only, because we only could afford one and then people invested and they were like we can make three and we were like wow so things just kind of popped off that way and so now we actually have three official headliners so that's awesome so much growth yes it's it's kind of like surreal to be honest um and when they're actually there all together in one street for free it's also going to be crazy. So You easily could have been like, oh, we're just going to keep one headliner. Yeah, because it is kind of overwhelming, too, to be like, oh, man, how are we going, you know, the hospitality and the hotels and just travel? And mm-hmm. then you, like, all of a sudden think about that when that wasn't a part of the original plan. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, now we've kind of reached this next level of, like, uh, we kind of need some help. Mm-hmm. So, um, but to... 
to be there at the same time. Like I said, it's just, I can't picture it yet. And uh, the Ballet Hispanic go too. And, you know, us, the programming committee, are going to get to see them in rehearsals and mm-hmm. get to actually go into the studios with them in their hospitality rooms and green rooms and kind of get to know them a little bit more. And just building those networks is going to be incredible. And then the next day, Ballet Hispanic Go 2 is going to come to Classen yeah. and, UCO. and UCO and give class. For free. What? Maria, come take class. Those are those are sponsored by the the Let's Dance Okay. So I now it's like, going oh beyond. Yeah. It's kind of doing the weekend thing, Hicho, if you it really is. think about it. Yeah, it is. Kind of. That's yeah. So, and Revoso is going to teach a workshop the day before yeah. the festival. So these people that are coming, that are traveling, are doing more community work mm-hmm. for us while they're here. They're not just here and just chilling. They're here and working. And yeah. they want to give to our community. And I think now, just, just now reflecting on that, just saying that is like, huh. Yeah. That's huge. That's a whole nother part that I we knew, but we I don't think I knew until just now. And I think they will I think they will be I know Vincent was blown away. He, and he was, was like, here for the only one. What day. is this thing? And I how have you done this? But you know, to piggyback on what Erica was saying, she gave a really wonderful speech yesterday at the visionary uh, cocktail party and the last thing she said was, You all make me brave. I heard somebody say, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> so, yeah, they said, copyright that. that was beautiful. I'm going to steal okay. that. <laughs> so I think that Shannon, the memory of Shannon Calderon and what she stood for makes us all brave, yeah. mm-hmm. which makes us say yes. I feel so I think, emotional. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we haven't, I don't think that we, any of us flinched when they said, okay, let's bring in this person on. Let's bring this on because... I think her intention was for it to be big and shared. Mm-hmm. And and if we have the resources to bring them, why not? Right. So, and then the other thing is when we did reach out in the community, Kelsey, um, who owns Everything Goes Dance Studio, is in the programming committee. I mean, we can do it without her. She's saying, yes, we can use the studio. And oh, yes. We can, we she's can, providing all she's, the hospitality rooms. For her studio spaces, she's providing a children's area mm-hmm. where kids can just like come and do arts and crafts yeah. and do so chalk kids will have their own area. and do all their things. So bring the kids. Um, and then Adolita and Alfonso. Like mm-hmm. it's not just us no. two. It's, there's it can't a whole be. office yeah. of people, uh, all of the plaza district yes. volunteers mm-hmm. and, and board, me, uh, board members volunteer for this. Yeah. And I mean, none of that really dance, maybe one or two, but they believe in what we've envisioned which is incredible it is it is incredible um i was gonna say a couple things off of what you just said uh we do need more volunteers yes i volunteered last year yes i woke up early in the morning and we put up the street closures Mm -hmm. but i imagine it's not going to be early since it's later It'll be it a little ish, early. Like yeah. nine, between 9 and 10, I think. Oh, okay. Because um, we have to put down... Yeah, yes, it won't be it won't be 6. Because <laughs> um, we have to put down the Marley and all of that right. this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So. so we do need that kind of assistance still. And they and people can volunteer. They can sign up through Sign Up Genius yes. on the Plaza District website. Yes. I told us earlier. And I'm, yes. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Thank you. And there's yeah. probably a link on all of the social media as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great way for people to show up if they're like, I want to go, I want to be supportive, and maybe they aren't able to. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can 
you know, and I'm pretty sure we have the stage managers uh, already, but there may be a few slots for that yes. available still. And so, Lance McDaniel's going to be one of our yeah, MCs. He's MC. So we, we have a stage. He had a great time last year. Oh, oh I know. Yes. <laughs> and he's on the visionary committee because he just loved it so much. And, you know, there's a stage manager and an MC for every stage. Oh. For every, I think they're doing three-hour shifts so that it's running uh, appropriately, but also we wanted to give a lot of people the op- the opportunity to do it and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to run, uh, to run, really smoothly. So we, you know, we we did it in chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, so should yeah. be should be a smooth day. I think this is a good time to also just put out there for the record of why we kind of stay away from the dance studio part of all this. Yeah. And I think it's because we want all the dance studios kids to come blend together. And so I think if you're at, if you're questioning out there, if you're wondering, um, because I would, you know, I totally would see why you would be questioning like, oh, well, how come the dance studios aren't performing or how come Mm -hmm. the, you know, blah, blah. blah. And I think we're going to just answer that question. And it's because we want to kind of stay away from like more like stay away from the business aspect of it. Because we know how that is. I mean, there's no reason not to say that. We know how it it can get, and so we it creates a different kind of friction when we're sure. talking about my business is my source of income. Right. And this is a community event. Right. Right. Two separate things. Two separate things. And also, dance teachers are the hardest people, like the hardest working people yes. I know. Absolutely. Dance studio owners, dance teachers. Yes. We wanted to create a day where they could just come and bring their kids and just enjoy themselves. Just yeah. dance. And not just have to dance. worry about being at stage at a certain time. So we, we will have some kids performing, but they're either with OKCPS or your school, mm-hmm. or they're going to be part of Edgar Cruz's Firestorm, which I'll let you talk about. Yes. Edgar Cruz is our cousin through marriage, and he and Shannon worked very close together. There was a moment where they were very hot on the flamenco train and recording with Ruben, the late Ruben Romero, which is a huge mentor of mine in the flamenco world, who's also originated out of Santa Fe, excuse me, New Mexico. And she and Ruben and Edgar would tour locally and just right outside the state. uh, And they would put on these amazing shows for what you can get in the Midwest, you know what I mean? And it was, she was playing castanets on their albums and she was doing feet work and she had Catalina with her, which is a really good friend of ours from New Mexico. And they invited me on some tours when I was a junior in high school. So I got a little, a little, little taste of what that felt like, which I'll never, obviously I've never forgotten it now that I'm 34 and it's just a highlight of my life. Together in that moment with all of them here, they composed and created what's called Firestorm. And Ruben Romero was the original composer of Firestorm, but then he added a duet with Edgar, and they kind of did this really cool, intricate arrangement of it. And Shannon had taught me this dance called Roomba at the age of eight with Erica Hamilton and Kelsey Akers and all these people who, and Alyssa Hamilton and Ari Patrick, and I just remember all of us learning this Roomba dance. And it was a highlight. And then for some reason, Roomba choreography fit Firestorm music to the mo- movement by movement, hit by hit, accent by accent. Like 
it was almost as if it was meant to be together. And Firestorm literally took off like fire. And it just won't go away. <laughs> and I think I talked about this on my last podcast of the Firestorm. It's just mm-hmm. something that's not going to go away for a long time because my flamenco kids at Classen just, they, they live for it. They take that, they're like, well, we're ready to learn Firestorm. You need to teach it to us now. It's like, <laughs> okay. All right. So it's, it's a rite of passage. It is. It's yeah. like literally, I'm like, why? Oh, look, Adelita's calling me right now. How hilarious. <laughs> well, and to see it on stage, uh, you can. It's just so much more than dance. It's more than the steps. It's it's history. It's passion. It's all the things I think that Shannon intended for it to be. Yeah. And with the live instrumentation that Edgar brings, it's just. I mean, people stop with just their mouths kind of open, right. with eyes wide open, and, and they cannot move while yeah. they're watching it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't know what's happening right here right now, but I'm feeling some sort of warmth, mm-hmm. some sort of like, there's there's a meaning to this. This means mm-hmm. something. And we had people come up that had no idea about dance last year. And you're like, uh, figured out that I was the niece. And they're like, I've been looking to talk to one of the family members for like the last 15 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> I am one of those family members. And they're like, today has just been like, I don't know who Shannon is. And I've never even known about her, but... After today, I want to know, I want to know all about her. And I feel like I'm part of this family and there is just something so warm about today. And I was just like, oh, some tears. And yeah. Then, and the kids who are in the dance who perform, um, cause several of them are in the academy as yeah. well, came over and they're all red eyed. I'm like, what's wrong? We just did Firestorm. Oh, okay. I get it. At, at, at one point he told, I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what's a Firestorm? What's a but fire then I watched storm? it and, and it is Firestorm. Fire of your soul. Yeah, yeah, fire of the soul. And so this year, kids will be dripping off the stage because now there's too many kids. Oh, my gosh. Um, the alumni that Shannon taught, the current Firestorm, Classen version of Firestorm. How many do you think that'll be? Like I mean, we're talking 40 plus already. 40 plus? Wow. Myself, I am going to be dancing in it this year. Like, watch out. Um, so, I, my sister will be dancing in it. And oh so, it's just... It's just, I mean, it's just a, it's a special dance. And I hope one day it's just the new, like, uh, what's it called? Flash mob dance. Yeah, it Where it's just going to be, like, hundreds of people doing this dance. That's my goal for that 445 maybe, spot. Maybe next year we can make it. Calderon 5. The entire street. Yeah. Firestorm. Calderon at 5. Yes. yes. And at 5 o'clock at we five do o'clock, it. Yeah. 500 people. 500 people at 5 at o'clock. Five o'clock. Five, yeah, Firestorm. Yes. Huh. See, this is how new ideas are created. I didn't know I was part of the planning committee next year. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be? Right. I'm happy to be of service wherever I can be helpful. Sounds good. You heard that, right, Eric? Oh, it's on a recording, so yeah. (laughs) This is true. Maybe I'll edit that out later. (laughs) Um, So, this episode comes out the April 30th. Perfect. So the Sunday before mm-hmm. the festival, mm-hmm. what advice would you love to give teachers to get through this week? Just breathe. Through <laughs> um, the, the, the week leading up to the festival? Or yes. just for them, for their the week. dance teachers, yes. Now that we've told the dance teachers, get your kids, bring yourself, bring your family to the festival. Uh, I would say it's a really great opportunity to get in touch or remind yourself. Sometimes we get so busy we forget to 
um, connect with why we dance. Mm. And I think, I mean, I think it will happen just organically, Mm -hmm. but just allow yourself to be open to receiving that energy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think um, logistically, just going over that schedule, having a plan where you're going to meet, are you really coming, like let's really do this, and just being that that guide to push them through that door and say, we are going to do this, and we you can do this, and you're going to meet so many amazing people, and let's just be brave, and let's go. Let's just say yes, and let's go. So beautiful and encouraging your students to meet other students yeah yeah because you know we we tend to get so uh separated in our annual you know our mm-hmm. academic school year and mm-hmm. football's always against other people or you know sports generally you're playing against other people i think that's why things like all city and hip-hop nutcracker and things mm-hmm. like that are great because you realize we're all on the same team Absolutely. yeah this day will remind them of it but also sometimes they need permission to be able to go meet other people and you know i don't know i challenge you to make five friends today from somewhere else yeah come Take back a selfie and tell with me them. yeah come back on monday and tell me how, who they are and where they're from like i think we we get so self-involved just naturally i think it's a normal thing in our culture our, our society society tells us that that's what we need and it's really um, an exercise to be interested in other people yeah and this is a perfect opportunity to do that to because a lot of times when you're feeling alone the way you do that is to make someone else not feel alone and then you're both feeling better and so this is one of those beautiful opportunities to do that Mm -hmm. that's actually why i started the podcast to make people sit down and talk to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you've been very successful at it i have been so successful at making people sit down and talk to me yeah i love it (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much, both of you, for taking the time to drive down to more, let me into your home, and talk about the festival. Thank I'm you. so excited. Thank you. It's good for us to reflect and get to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Dance absolutely. people. And before it gets crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Take little pockets of time to marinate and all the amazing things that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think we just forget that it is an actual really cool event that's happening because oh, yeah. we get so busy with the, the, the details organization of it. Mm-hmm. Of it. Sure. So it's nice to sit and just talk to someone who's excited about it. From, yeah, from, I'm so yeah. At this point now, it's going to be like, you know what? Let's just go. Yeah. yeah. We're ready. We're ready to do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Ah, thanks, y'all. Thanks, thanks Maria. Me. I'm excited to see your kids on stage. Oh, my gosh. Me too. I have a very short list of notes because I think that Erica and Hicha did such an excellent job of just driving home the beauty of the Calderon Festival. You really just need to be there. So if you haven't gone yet, make sure you put it in your calendar to be there. And if you missed it, maybe you listened to this episode after the festival has happened, don't worry. Year three, I'm pretty sure is going to be just as phenomenal. So make sure you prioritize the time to go to year three if you didn't make it to year two. I mentioned this book, this book in the first part of the episode, it's called How We Show Up by Mia Birdsong, and it is what Amazon.com says, a very insightful book about an inclusive community and how to build it. And 
I think I said it at the beginning of this episode with He Cha when we were talking about the students in Erica's home caring for Erica so she could continue to care for them the way she does. And I think that that is the festival in itself, the community in itself. We show up for each other to have this felt sense of connectedness by intentionally providing for our inclusive community. So if you're looking for a wonderful summer read, I highly recommend Mia Birdsong's How We Show Up. In the middle of this episode, actually, I think you hear me marinating and basking in the greatness that is he chaught. I just want to reiterate what she said, and that is not to let anyone tell you what your career looks like or what value it has. That was so meaningful to me because I know that each iteration of my career has been a question mark to myself. Like, Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is what I'm doing even meaningful? And I think that my gift that I learned from my time at UCO's dance department was exactly what He Cha said is everywhere you are is the right place. If you haven't been to Madur, please go try the crunchy rice at Madur. I Literally, if there was one dish I had to eat for the rest of my life every day, it would be the crunchy rice at Madur. So go get some crunchy rice. You'll love it. I'm pretty confident. Talking about Firestorm, I remember, I don't even know what else was going on on the street, but I was like, and now we're going to perform Firestorm. So wherever I was, I scooted myself over to the performance of Firestorm and had a seat. And I was like, oh, yay, I love Firestorm. I remember Firestorm. It was amazing when I watched Shannon perform it. I think I even watched Erica perform it when we were in undergrad. And so they start performing Firestorm at Calderon last spring. And my face got hot. And I felt this wave of emotions hit me and my eyes just welled up with tears and I was uncontrollably crying. And I don't know if that's like a in memory of Shannon experience or honestly, who knows? Maybe I'll cry again this year. But the point of that story is Something about Firestorm just makes us feel big emotions. So again, if you haven't planned to go to Calderon yet, this is your sign. Go to Calderon Festival to get some crunchy rice and cry when you watch Firestorm. Maybe you won't cry. Maybe we'll just watch Firestorm. You'll be like, wow, that was a really beautiful dance and I felt something. And if you see me and I'm crying, hand me a tissue and mind your business. I love that He Cha ended with this advice to connect with others. True story, I start this dance program at this new school that I'm at, and there's this sister school to the north of us, and I was like, oh, 
they have a dance teacher and she's really cool. We actually perform together in perpetual motion. Like, what if we do this shared dance at our football game that we play against each other? I thought it would be a really neat thing. And you know what? Everyone just thought that was so weird that we were dancing together as rival schools. I'm like, no, you're rivals in football. In dance, we are community. So obviously, I'm just some weird, dirty hippie that just thinks everyone's my friend. I don't know. But it was really like the response to this idea of dance community inside of these rivalry schools, people just thought it was weird. Nonetheless, we did it anyways. But more importantly, I love He Cha's response of this idea of like, make five new friends. Erica said, take a selfie with them and then come back on Monday and tell me who they are. Where are they from? I thought that was a beautiful idea because that's exactly what this event is about is connecting. Like I said in that book, How We Show Up by Mia Birdsong and how it just feels really good to connect to other people who love the same thing that you are passionate about. And maybe he, Erica and I are just crazy people who just want to have fun together. I don't know. But either way, I hope to see you at Calderon Festival. And maybe next year, we'll stand next to each other and perform Firestorm in the sea of 500 dancers performing Firestorm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cross Curricular Dance Teacher. I appreciate it when you respond to the Spotify question, what was helpful in this episode. I also love to hear from you through reviews on the podcast, or maybe you can email me at mkgteaches at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram at mkgmoves. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, take care.